0: hey friend this is nikki Tig. welcome to the constant surrender podcast where we talk about our constant need to surrender to jesus leading one decision at a time as you listen weekly i pray that you will be encouraged to take your next step of surrender whatever that looks like for you it may be a career change having a nicer attitude towards loved ones or finally doing that one thing you know God has been calling you to do. I am so excited you are here, and I can't wait to dive in. Welcome to the Constant Surrender Podcast. I am your host, Nikki Tigg, and I am so excited that you are joining me here today because Let's be real, you have so many voices you could be listening to right now, so I am just so glad that you've chosen to listen to this podcast. I know you may be listening while you're washing dishes, you may be at the gym, in the car, running errands, like doing all the things, but thanks for taking me along with you as you go about your day. I hope your day has been great. I hope the week ahead for you is great. I hope everything is great (laughs) with you. I want to share something with you before we get started. I truly love seeing women growing together and motivating each other to grow as leaders. So I want to tell you about She Leads Church Conference. She Leads Church 22 is a time where women are going to get together to learn about leadership from other women and grow more passionate about their calling i will not only be watching this amazing event on march 16th and 17th but i will also be a speaker for this year's event i'm super excited and i'm excited because this event is free and 100 percent online so no matter what your schedule is you can be part of this community check out the website you can get access uh, i'll have it actually linked in the show notes i hope to see you there virtually And also, I would attend this event even if I was not part of the speaking lineup because it is hosted by Katie Allred and one of my absolute favorite speakers, Nona Jones. Y'all, I love Nona. Nona is phenomenal. So you have to register. It's going to be a great time. So we are going to have a good time there, okay? So as I have been preparing for my message actually to speak at uh, the conference. And I have recently started a new job. We have so much to catch up on, guys. There's so much going on. And honestly, I've had a really busy week. I have a busy week ahead and it is really easy to get stressed out about it. I have a lot on my plate like so many of you guys do. And I think about how full our lives are. And I also wonder, like, why do we do this to ourselves? Why do we do this? Why do we overbook, right? Why do we say yes to too many things? And I can't answer that for everyone, but I can answer it for me. And I just have to be honest. I think one reason The root of it is really what we're going to talk about today is comparison because we're looking at everybody else and we're seeing what other people are doing and we find ourselves in the comparison trap thinking we need to do more, be more, all the things like never enough, right? And I just think of in so many areas of our life, how many of us struggle with this? How many of us see other women and look at how, just see how they look? Or how their children behave. And we compare everything from summer bodies to summer vacations, right? Not only that, but not only comparing ourselves to other people, but sometimes we compare ourselves to our old self. Like I can look back at old pictures of myself like, oh, I used to be able to do this. I used to be thinner. I used to do all this stuff. Like we can compare. And I just believe that Comparison affects us so much more than we realize. We compare kids, spouses, homes, salary, appearance, friends, followers, all the groups, all the things like friend groups. Everything. The list just goes on and on and on. And I mean, it's so easy to do these days, right? I mean, we see everyone else's highlight reel and we compare it to the lows of our real life, like. We look at their highlight reel and we look at our real life and like, oh, it's not that great. Like our real life, maybe, oh, we don't have the, the best behaved kids. And maybe our kids struggle in school or they struggle to make friends. And you may have received another call from the school about their behavior. But you see her highlight reel and her kids are doing outstanding in school. And yours can't even find matching socks to wear to school, probably because you're behind on laundry. I mean, I bet that other mom never gets behind on laundry, <laughs> right? That's what we do. We kind of let it just keep going in our mind. Another thing we do is compare. We compare their nice big new home to our smaller home that needs to be renovated. And we've had to call the plumber like what the third time in two months. And then what about the, their new car? I mean, what kind of salary do they make? Like, where do they get their money? I mean, our car is barely working and we still owe on it, (laughs) right? I mean, but we have to think about this. Are we seeing real people or reels of people? Are we just seeing the highlight reels of people and the put together edited images? And we tend to look at social media a lot of times. A lot of us are on social media and it is just exhausting because we see what everyone else is doing. It's exhausting keeping up with others. And obviously with social media, you don't even have to try to keep up with it because their highlight reels are in their are in your face. And we're aware of their vacations and their friends and the parties that they're invited to and their perfect family pictures that they post on Christmas morning. I mean, hello. It just makes you aware that your life is not perfect like theirs. Insert awkward silence because I'm stepping on my own toes over here, right? I'm not going to lie, there are definitely times I've thought those things. I've thought about other people and compared myself to their, with their kids and their finances, their car, their home, all of these things. And look, what it produced in me was not good. It wasn't good. Comparison produces jealousy and pride and ungratefulness like comparison feeds those things. Like there's something ugly in that. That is something ugly and that's being fed and what you feed grows, what you feed grows. But friend, sis, ma'am, whatever you want to be called, can we turn the corner? Can we challenge that? Can we challenge that way of thinking? Can we challenge comparison? and choose something different. Instead of feeding it, can we starve it? Can we starve that spirit of comparison? One way to starve it is by celebrating. What if we celebrate the woman or family who seems to be winning in certain areas of their life? It works. Seriously, I think about myself um, scrolling Instagram, uh, going through a season of, I don't know, I was just not in a good place. And I'm scrolling and I began to be jealous. And I'm not saying like, oh, the day I start being jealous was the day I realized it. But I was, I fell into this trap. And it was honestly with this, especially one person. And I was just seeing her post and seeing her following and I began to be jealous and comparing myself to her and just wasn't thinking nice things about her and it just hit me one day like I truly repented of that because I was wrong I was wrong like that's my sister in Christ if she's getting wins I need to celebrate her and that changed everything for me first of all repenting for of that and it's like when I did that like I had such a weight lifted off me that I didn't even know it's there and it was like I truly celebrated her I began to celebrate her and I didn't do it online um as in reposting all her stuff and talking about it online I I celebrated her in my heart because that's the area that needed to be fixed It is so easy to fix the things on the outside that people can easily see, but we tend to ignore the ugliness in our own hearts, like the jealousy and the envy and the hatred. And when we confess that and work through it, we find it easy and actually fun to celebrate others and truly be happy for their success. Can we as women normalize seeing other Women win without immediately feeling like we lost because she won. God is in no way limited with his resources. He's not limited just because she's winning does not mean you're losing. Can we normalize celebrating another woman winning without inwardly beating ourselves up? And or just it makes us feel, I don't know, It bring, like I said, comparison just brings so much when we compare. Like, can we just celebrate wins? Can we celebrate instead of compare? And I think about myself even, I used to be, y'all, I used to be obsessed with getting a new car. Like I wanted a new car so badly. So I think about it, especially in high school and even as a young adult, I was obsessed with getting a new car. And I grew up with not a lot of money. And I had a baby at a young age. And I'm like 19 years old, you know, paying for daycare. I could not afford a car payment. So I would compare my clunky car with other people's, especially like people my own age. So I would look at other people's cars and get, you know, in my feelings about their life and make assumptions, honestly, about their life because of their car. And especially when I would see people with the like temporary tags on their car, meaning you just got a new car. And I would or a newer car, whatever it was, you got something new. Um, So I would see those. And it was like, I'd see them everywhere, a reminder of what I didn't have. And I would think about how lucky they were that they could afford a new car. And I would start to be jealous of them not taking into consideration that, hello, our life choices were different and it was not their fault. They're not paying for daycare and diapers (laughs) and that I needed to be happy for them. And what I had to do was repent of being jealous of them and blaming other people for my, what I felt like my lack, right? I genuinely began to be happy for people when I saw them winning. When I saw someone with a nice car or a newer car, I didn't like automatically start being just attacking myself and comparing myself and making them the villain and, you know, me the victim. I stopped doing that. I, I started I started to see those tags and instead of it being a reminder of how quote unquote lucky they were I began to see those tags everywhere and I would thank God that that person was able to get a car I was like good for you good for you and I began to celebrate others instead of comparing myself to others and it makes perfect sense why she we should do this it makes perfect sense because I think about Paul writing in Romans chapter 12, verse 10, to love each other with genuine affection, taking delight in honoring each other. So when we see people living in the life that we want or have something that we, we would like to have, this is a perfect response to love them with genuine affection and delight and honor them. Even a few verses later is where he says uh, in chapter, in verse 15, rejoice with those who rejoice. So instead of being upset when people are winning, like rejoice, right? And I think about Leah and Rachel, like the opposite, okay? The opposite of what happened um, with with comparison, not rejoicing with people, but the opposite. So Leah and Rachel in Genesis chapter 29, so these sisters struggle with comparison, and they robbed themselves of precious moments together because their comparison over who had what left them holding grudges. So Leah was able to have children, and her sister Rachel wasn't. And this just produced bitterness resentment jealousy all of these things so we have to do better we will do better friends we have to starve comparison because when we feed it nothing good comes from it nothing good comes from it it's easier said than done but it's so necessary to surrender comparison because comparison is a game that no one wins there is no winner when you compare you either look at someone and you see yourself as inferior or you look at someone and you see yourself as superior, making you feel like you're better than someone or you're unworthy. And neither are great options. We tend we we need to not look at other people and compare, but we need to look at other people and see an image bearer. Because comparing ourselves to other people is just chasing after something that's unrealistic. It is a trap. Comparison is a trap that leads you to not fully being you and embracing who you are. Because when you're trying to be someone else, that's a waste of a person. Like, Let's be who God created us to be and not spend our time comparing ourselves to someone else because that's such a dangerous thing. And comparison just brings out the worst in us. Like I said, making us feel inferior or superior. So, I, and I thought about this. I was like, man, what happens when I'm comparing? I have these feelings. What? How do I feel when I compare? But then I'm like, well, let's not think about how it even makes us feel, but I wonder how it makes God feel. I mean, he created us all. So the people that we're comparing ourselves to, like he created every single person, a lot of us may have a certain person that we compare ourselves to, well, he created every single person uniquely with different hair color, eye color, skin color, talents, gifts, abilities, all of these things. And he is incapable of making a mistake. So when he created you, nothing about your personality or appearance or abilities is a mistake. He gave it to you because that's what he wanted you to have. That's how he designed you. You are designed by him and you are his masterpiece. And he is not looking down at you comparing your, you to anyone else. He's not looking down at you wishing you look more like her, right? Each one of us, like he he created each one of us individually. And when we are comparing ourselves to other people, I just think about we're just doing a disservice to ourselves, to that person and to God. And I mean, we can look at other people and say like, oh my gosh, she's so pretty, she's so pretty. Well, guess what? Just because she's pretty doesn't mean you are not pretty. Okay, right? That doesn't mean just because she has something that you, it doesn't mean you don't. Uh, so many times we compare ourselves to like compare our bank accounts or our homes or our children or whatever to someone else. And I want you to think about this. Who is the woman that you consistently compare yourself to? You'd Probably know who she is because her name probably popped in your head just now. (laughs) I want to ask you to do something. Write down her name and put it somewhere where you can remember to pray for her every day this week. Because what if to you, her life looks so glamorous, but she's facing a battle that you know nothing about. She may be dealing with things privately that, and you only know the public side of her life. What if you prayed for her? And as you pray for her, ask God to help you surrender comparison and celebrate others instead. And I want to share a few ways to help you surrender comparison. Pray for the person you're comparing yourself to because we don't know what they're going through. Another thing you can do is ask God to help you, help you celebrate them. Help you celebrate the wins in their lives And also another thing to do is repent, repent of those when those times come where we're letting jealousy comparison, um, feed jealousy and envy in our lives. We need to repent. Another thing is to be grateful. What if you took a journal and wrote down three things you're grateful for each day? That is another way that that will help you surrender comparison. Gratefulness helps you with that. And The last thing I'll share is when you find yourself feeling inferior or superior because of comparison, that's not good. We don't need to be comparing and feeling any type of way about another person. We need to identify that when we are doing it. We need to identify it and replace it with truth from God's word. Welcome to the Surrendered Sister segment of the show. We are now at my favorite part of the show where we get the opportunity to hear from another woman on her journey of surrender. We are all walking through very different things and I love this part of the show because I get to hear from you ladies as we all get to just hear a little bit more about what you're going through right now and how you are surrendering. Today's Surrendered Sister says... I need to surrender my son and my trust to God. I need to stop trying to be God and trust that he has me and my prayers are being heard. Despite what I see, God is God and will do what he said. He does not need my help. I need him. She continues, as mamas and even leaders at work, when things don't appear to go the way I think they should, Before I try to force a round ball into a square box, I need to consult Jesus first and trust that he has it. Mm. Listen, she says, I need to surrender my child to God and surrender my trust to God. Okay, so surrendering trust, that's a whole episode. This message from this mom is so relatable. It's so relatable. I think about how many times do I get in front of God and tr- or, or I try to do my own thing and ask him to bless my plan instead of trusting that he has a plan. And I love how she said, God does not need my help. I need him. And I don't know how many times I have gone through seasons in my life ignoring my constant need of him. That was such a great... Um, thing to share. I love hearing from, from you guys. And that was so relatable. Thank you for sharing that surrendered sister moment. I absolutely love hearing from you ladies. And if you would like to be featured as a surrendered sister, please email or send a message on Instagram. The info will be in the show notes also in the show notes. Don't forget My personal link to the She Leads Church virtual event happening on March 16th and 17th. Please register using the link in the show notes and share it with a friend. Invite your small group. Watch with your friends, neighbors, whoever. Thank you for hanging out today. Thank you so much for being here. There are thousands of podcasts out there to listen to. So I do not take it for granted that you have chosen to spend your time listening to this one today. I appreciate you guys so much and I love to hear from you. So come say hi over on the Constant Surrender Instagram page. I can't wait to meet you here again in two weeks. And remember, I am cheering you on as you make steps to live a constantly surrendered life. Friend, thank you for listening to the Constant Surrender podcast. Please subscribe so you do not miss an episode and it would mean so much if you took two seconds to rate, review, and share this podcast with your friends. You can also follow Constant Surrender on Instagram or Facebook just so we can hang out until the next episode releases. And please know I am cheering you on as you make steps to live a constantly surrendered life.